Be gone, witch, before the wizard makes mush of you. down uh, uh, it's oh, happening man. again we're here we're back i we, thought it was over we thought it was over but the streaming wars rage on oh no here's another one hop in hop into that foxhole over there a fox let, but wait but it just got by and now it's a disney hole oh no <laughs> ew <laughs> wait let's hop into that hulu hole Get in the Hulu hole. So, uh, the streaming wars rage on. Paramount Plus has entered the battlefield, and uh, that's that's kind of the new thing, right? Is that if you wanna if you wanna make your product, you know, accessible for uh, a subscription, you just add a plus at the end of it. Right. When you put it, when you have a word and you add the word plus after it, now it is a streaming service. Which is exciting for us because you know we will be we will be announcing purely nostalgia plus right. Uh, it, it, you guys want to hear us cuss? Subscribe to purely nostalgia <laughs> plus. Ooh, yeah. Well, we the original title was purely nostalgia cuss, but then mm-hmm. soon after that, plus became the common nomenclature for denoting a streaming service. So we were like, we should just make it purely nostalgia plus, and people wouldn't know yeah. what it is. Plus and cuss do rhyme, so that is helpful. Right. And uh, just so you know what we're talking about, this is purely nostalgia, um, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they're actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am the greatest good you are ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazzhands Page, and I am what the French call laissez-compétent. Clint, what do you think about this Paramount Plus on the battlefield? Boy, oh boy. Um, do I have very little opinions over it because uh, I did not know that uh, Paramount Plus was entering the streaming wars until uh, like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, well, you know, they got SpongeBob stuff. Oh, they got SpongeBob? Yeah, so SpongeBob's oh. out here on the battlefield. He's running around. Oh, okay. They, uh, uh, that would also mean that they have Danny Phantom. Ooh. Um that's hmm. dangerous. They, oh, they also have Jim Jimothy Neutron. Jimothy Neutron. Oh, and Timmy Turner and all of his chaos magic. Oh no. Oh, we didn't consider this. What if Timmy Turner had been the one to go to Oz and become the Great Wizard? Hmm. You know, I uh, in light of a Disney Plus show hashtag WandaVision. Mm, um, we should talk WandaVision, I, shouldn't we? We should, but uh, I feel like between WandaVision, between Paramount Plus having Timmy Turner, uh, and between all of the Oz content we've been covering, a lot of witches recently for us, right? Yeah, sometimes they're scarlet, sometimes they're green. Mm, that's true. And sometimes they're a little bit sweet. Sometimes they're a little bit sweet. Sometimes they're good witches. Sometimes they're a Glinda the Good Witch. She's a good witch. Oh. So they tell oh, us. That's what, oh, yeah. So did you... 
did you get like potential bad vibes from Glinda in this? Yeah, Glinda. I don't. I don't understand Glinda. I don't. I don't understand a lot of things about this movie. Ah oh, man. Well, so I guess we're just jumping into this. I don't, we um, don't have to yet. We're we'll, let's talk we'll, before we talk about the the witches of Oz, which is what this movie is called, the witches of Oz. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what do we think about that Scarlet Witch? How does she compare to the Wicked Witch of the West? Which one would win in a fight? Ooh. So I think power-wise, Scarlet Witch would win, but then she would be like, I'm not going to use my knife, my knife magic on you, uh, Wicked Witch. And then she would like power down and then the Wicked Witch would like throw honey on her or something and like (laughs) (laughs) make her stick to the ground or something and then be like, birds, attack, you know, like as witches do. Like she, that witch doesn't do like, evil magic she does kind of like prank magic you know that's true you know they didn't think in this movie about putting water on the wicked witch did they except for when she cries then it hurts her that's true but like if they had just splashed her with some water she would have died i i i i belly laughed at a few moments in this movie were they moments that were supposed to make you belly laugh um no i i kind of doubt it okay um i guess we should introduce what we're doing on this show oh yeah good point we're closing out a a series on the wizard of oz films um only three of them we're not doing all of them we're not doing the whiz we're not doing the muppet one uh there was other ones right those are just of course there was a muppet one yeah we talked about that it was a tv movie um oh yeah uh, what uh, what other Wizard of Oz movies are there that we're not talking about? Like a uh, a stage recording of Wicked. Well, yeah, that's true. And I there's going to be counts. a Wicked movie at some point. Oh, there has to be. Um, no, there is. Like it's happening. But oh, okay. It's like a well, far off thing. I think. Um, did we talk about how they're going to be doing the redoing the Wizard of Oz? Um, did we mention that? I don't think I we did. Like... I think that announced that like right when our last episode went up. Okay, because I feel like that happens to us a lot. Yeah, every time we are talking about something, um, they announce some sort of reboot or sequel of it. Yeah, like Always. okay, it happened with Spy Kids, right? There's that. Um, there were there were a bunch of things because it, it's happened multiple times with Spy Kids because Robert Rodriguez is making another Spy Kids movie that was announced. Mm-hmm. But also when we first announced the concept of this podcast, then they announced the show, uh, the cartoon Spy Kids. Yeah, that's true. Um, what was that called? Mission Critical, man. Yes, that Spy was Kids the one critical. episode we ever did that was not a movie. It was television. Television. And then we the, the pictures said, in your home. Yeah. Hey, WandaVision. Television. More like WandaVision. Hey, WandaVision. It sounds like television. Whoa. Do you think they considered that? Let me think. Um, yeah, I think probably. I think that was probably part of it. It had to, yeah. It prob- well, what probably happened is they came up with a name and then they were like, kind of sounds like television and then they walt disney stood up and said i don't care i am television (laughs) oh and then he like sneezed real hard and money came out and then they all cheered 
They cheered. The Wicked Witch is dead. So is this Oz Great and Powerful movie? This is not a Disney, is it? This is a Disney. Is it? Yes, it is a Disney, which is why I was sad that it is not on Disney Plus, and I had to pay three ninety nine mm-hmm, to so whatever the Amazon version of Steve Jobs is. <laughs> I forgot his name. Moment, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Couldn't remember your name for a second. Um, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Jeff. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, Jeff. But yeah. No, I, uh, I, and we had this discussion. I swear to you, at one point, it was on Disney Plus. Yeah, I probably was at some point. Um, but this new one is, um, is is a remake of the original movie. It's a musical. Therefore, who is Lin Manuel Miranda going to play in this? That's fair. That's a fair question. He will probably be all three of Dorothy's special boys. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy's special boys. No, he's going to be Toto. Yeah, isn't Wizard of Oz is fun because it is about three Dorothy and her three platonic male friends. Except Scarecrow is not platonic. I forgot about that. They are definitely yeah. She loves him the most. Yeah, she loves him the most, and she is a child, so it's not weird because he's a scarecrow. He's like probably four days old or something. Yeah, that's true. Well, according to uh, Jim, you know this movie that we're going to be talking about today. You could mm. surmise that he was created at that moment mm. based off of those little wink wink Easter eggs that they yeah, give you. A lot of Easter a lot of one division Easter eggs in this movie. And they're yeah. they don't they're not I think Wicked does it better. Wicked also has mostly the same Easter eggs, but they're different. So does that count as an Easter egg when it's a prequel though? Yeah. Why would it not? I thought an Easter so my my uh, view of an Easter egg, and maybe this is just my per- sick, perverted view, yeah, I is think this that is your sick, twisted mind. Yeah, it, is that it's just like, oh, we're alluding to something that may or may not ever manifest, but we're just acknowledging that it exists. No, I think an Easter egg is just like a hidden detail that is like exciting for people that are in the know about outside context. So, okay. It's well, also a little it, colorful egg that has candy in it. That's true, yeah. And sometimes contains bunnies. <laughs> and this whole shark <laughs> pandemic is going to be over by Easter, so. That's what I've heard, dude. Yeah. Uh, very excited to wear my suit and go collect those eggs. It's going to be um, over by Easter 2020, and that's very exciting. That's, let's not get political on this show. Um, but <laughs> I've I, so, thought, hey, I need to apologize for everyone that I offended with that, I, that <laughs> comment. I stepped over the line. I got political. I regret the things I said. I was trying to push boundaries with my comedy. So, hey, hey, sometimes don't apologize for your comedy. You know, sometimes co- comedy is about pushing boundaries. Yeah, it's and sometimes you you hit and sometimes you miss. And I missed. I missed. I missed so bad with that one. And can, what do you what are you saying? What do you have to say to your you know your niece and nephew? My little niece and nephew. Yeah, what do you have to say to them? I'm going to work harder to be a, a an uncle that you can respect. All right. Now, off to prison. And now I'm going to prison. Anyway, Oz the Great and Powerful. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this movie, I feel like, man, it's been two weeks since we recorded something, but it feels like forever for me. I don't know why. It does feel like a long time ago. 
Yeah. Maybe it's just because I watched the movie Oz, Great, Oz the Great and Powerful a few minutes ago. Um, Dorothy's not in this movie. Did you notice no, that? Dor- Dorothy is not. Um, there are a few uh, major characters that are impo- important to the Ozverse mm-hmm. that are missing, uh, but they are indeed replaced with uh, Zach Braff and that- Joey King. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant all of them are replaced with Zach Braff. Yeah, Zach Braff is a flying monkey, but not one of the bad ones. Yes, he is a good flying monkey in a bellhop's uniform. Yes, and you th- and like they introduce him, and you're like, oh no! By the end of this movie, he's going to be an evil slave to the witch. But then it, it, later, they're just like, no, there's actually different flying monkeys, and they are the bad ones. Some flying monkeys are nice baboons. Yes, they are baboons. Uh, wh- man, Oz the Great and Powerful. So this is a movie, 2013. Is that right? That's uh, right. And it is directed by Sam Raimi um, of Spider-Man yeah, fame. I, that we was talked about his Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Well, it was shocking to me because I don't. I probably didn't know who he was when I first saw this movie in theaters. But like mm. now, watching this movie now, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a very Sam Raimi movie. Very Sam yeah. Raimi-ish. Um, we should uh, we should talk about our personal experience with the movie Oz the Great and Powerful, shouldn't we? Oh yeah, yeah. It, we sure should. Um, I'll I'll let you go first. I'll oh, will the... you now? It's very yes. kind of you. All right, Oz the Great and Powerful. Um, I saw this movie in 2013 in the movie theater. Shocking. Um, I think I saw it with my dad. Um, and I think I was just like, um, you're making a Wizard of Oz movie. I don't remember being like super excited for it. Um. But I saw it and then immediately forgot everything about it and then remembered <laughs> that it existed <laughs> when we decided to do some Wizard of Oz movies for this podcast. And I truly barely remembered anything about it until so I you, watched So you it. would have been in college when this came out, right? Yes. I would have been mm. a sophomore in college. Okay. that Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um I remember, so when this movie came out, I mean, I'm only a year younger than you, but um, this was at a a point in my life where, like, I was very snobbish about what I liked. Um, I'm like, I only want to watch movies nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Meh, I'm 19 years old. I have good movie taste. I had a John Wayne poster. I only like Birdman. I love Birdman, and that movie came out a I year know. later. <laughs> no, this would this would have come out the same year as Whiplash, uh, which is a good movie. Um, this isn't as good as Whiplash. Or um, what was another movie? Oh, Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club is way better than this. That's what you said when you saw this. I'd, well, yeah, but this was at a point where like I kind of looked down on... I don't want to say kids' movies, but this was just like cotton candy of a movie, you know? It wasn't designed mm. for substance. Mm. And and so this was at a do point you think in my that, life where, Is that what you think? I do think that, and I still I stand by that. I don't think that, that at all, but that's interesting. I could see that being the perception at the, at the time, but I don't, yeah. think it, I don't think this was a movie that was just like, oh, let's... Let's make a make some cotton candy for the kids. I think they thought they were doing something with this. At the time? Yes! <laughs> oh, no. I uh, I definitely viewed it as like a, a cash grab of, uh, you know, just trying to get kiddos into the theater because of the bright colors. That's what it always felt like well, to me. Well, sure. 
But um, and I can remember, you know, coming out. My sentiment was, ugh, they're doing another one, and that created like a lot of disdain towards this movie for me. So I did not see it in theaters, and I saw it for the first time uh, last night, and um, I'm not better off for it. Okay. So your reaction of, oh, they're doing another one, I relate to that. I probably had a similar reaction at the time. But also, let's think about it. There's not many Wizard of Oz movies. Right. I, I guess because, I, you know, the Wizard of Oz movie itself is so big that yeah. it's, almost, it's, it's like, uh, they're, doing, they're doing another Casablanca. You know, like they're remaking Casablanca. Uh, I feel like it would have a very similar reaction at that time to me, if that makes sense. But this is a prequel. It's not a remake of Casablanca. This would be okay like, if it was Casablanca if... Origins Wolverine. I would see that. <laughs> yeah, that's true, where he goes to Japan. Mm-hmm. And he learns about being immortal, and he wants to die. Yeah, that's true. Isn't that, movie, uh, isn't that what that movie's about? He's like, let me die. I want to die, please. I thought that was Logan. I think I think Wolverine always just kind of wants to die, doesn't he? I hurt myself today. <laughs> I cried at that trailer the first time I saw it. That is a good trailer. That it's was a, such it's a, good a phenomenal trailer. I could still remember like my feeling watching that trailer and being like, "Oh, movies are <laughs> movies are great." How can God save a sinner like me? <laughs> Yeah, that uh, yeah, that trailer. I I remember. I don't know if I was depressed at the time, but I remember watching it and being like, "Yes, Logan, I too want to die." <laughs> Kill That's me, Daddy true, Logan. Logan. Kill me, Logan. Charles, please freeze me with your mind. Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, so, Oz great and powerful. So it sounds like you didn't think that Oz was that great and powerful. In fact, I thought he was small and lame. Interesting. Well, why don't we just hop right into our um, our ratings? Because it doesn't sound like you had a great time. Uh, you don't know my rating because I haven't even logged it on Letterboxd yet. That's I, true, I was and watching I just it looked. One minute before we started recording, as I've been in the habit of doing lately. Hachi machi. Yeah, so I'll get to mine first, I guess. Um, Go for it. I gave this Oz Great and Powerful a 3 out of 10. Ooh, yikes. Um, Oz, more like the, Oz the uh, baby man. More like Oz the lame and sourful. Okay. Is it okay for us to leave that in, or should I cut that out? Because that was no, pretty think, risque. <laughs> I think you should leave it. Can I do another one? Yeah. More like Oz dumb idiot face. Okay, well, uh, that was funny. An- another one? No, no more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, three out of ten for, for me okay. on this one. Well, I'm deciding my rating right now as we speak. And you know what? Uh-huh. You know what? What? It- I want you to predict. Oh, I bet you're... I kind of feel like with this movie, you're going you're gonna to argue for it a little bit. Oh, you're gonna you be think like, so? You're going to be like, you know what? I kind of liked it. Uh, and so you're going to give it 
Um, oh, you're gonna give it a five out of ten. Five out of ten is correct. I think this is this is a five out of ten. Um, wow. I don't Which like this movie. Which is still a failing grade. Yeah, it's a bad movie. I think. Uh, but I don't. Th- I don't think it is uh, quite as bad as you were acting like it is. I thought it was pretty bad. Mm, okay. 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 And the general internet discourse would agree with me that it's pretty bad. <sighs> According to whom? The general internet discourse. Okay. Let me type general internet discourse. Oz I feel like you're. Uh, I was about to say. I think just typing that in alone, you're setting yourself up for failure. Um. Okay, okay, okay. Um, let's see what... The, you know how Google will suggest questions for you and be like, people also ask? Uh-huh. We got, what is Oz the Great and Powerful about? What is the subject of Oz the Great and Powerful? How does Oz the Great and Powerful fit in with Wicked? Which character from The Wizard of Oz was also in Oz the Great and Powerful? I wonder which... And, and the answer to that one is Frank Morgan. Wait, who's that? Uh, apparently he's the the wizard. I don't know. Wait. That it man says, is long since dead. <laughs> it says Frank Morgan, and then it says Oscar Zoracaster, Zor- Zoroster, Fad- Fadrig, Isaac, Norman, Hinkle, Emmanuel, Ambrose Diggs, also known as the Wizard of Oz. But that, wait, so is James Franco in the original movie? J- yeah, James Franco is in the original one. Okay, so like how high was James Franco during this whole thing? Okay, now we're getting into some comedic territory. Uh yeah. So like how so like how high was he? Um I don't know. Do you <laughs> think he was high? Probably. Well, anyway, uh I gave it a 2 out of or I'm sorry. I gave it a 3 out of 10. You gave it a 5 out of 10. I don't uh, why okay. <sighs> I, I think I just want to get into it, but we got we got to do the thing that we do. We got to do the ten thousand foot. Yeah, view. I know, I know, and we're not getting up there with a balloon. No, because that never goes right for anyone. <laughs> no, it, it it for these movies it has a poor track record. Um, we are not we are not getting into a tor- a tornado. No, and the broom thing is too easy too. It's too easy. Oh man. What do, what could we do? There are flying monkeys in this. Oh, and there's a bubble. We could do Glinda's bubble. Yeah, I thought of the bubble. I thought of the flying monkeys, but I feel like those are uh, those are really obvious. You know? you know, we need to get up there with science and ingenuity somehow. Because oh, that's or, what the wizard does. Yeah, with sleight of hand. Let's just say we get up there with sleight of hand. I like that. Sleight of hand. <laughs> because that's a wizard. He goes to a place where there is real magic that people can do. And he just does <laughs> fake magic, and everyone goes, whoa. <laughs> he goes to a place with real magic, and he's like, here's some glue. And they're like, what? <laughs> he's like, have you ever heard of lying? And they're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, wait, so are you saying that he goes to the land of Eden and in- introduces sin? Yeah. And that's changes them for it. That's actually yeah. kind of the plot of C.S. Lewis's space trilogy. Is what? You know this? C.S. Lewis's space trilogy? I do not know this. C.S. Lewis wrote a space trilogy, um, and there are books in space. And in one of the books, he goes to Venus, uh, which is basically like another Garden of Eden where there has not been sin yet. And he introduces sin to the world. 
<laughs> oh no, another wow. guy comes and gets possessed by Satan, and Satan tempts a woman on Venus to try and get her to sin. And he Does fist fights Satan and like throws him into hell. I think. Whoa. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you if you do- if she does it. You gotta you gotta find out for yourself. Okay. Well, I'll read these books now. But uh, anyway, we are up in the air due to sleight of hand. <laughs> um. So there's this guy. His name's Oscar, right? Yeah. And he's he's a little bit of a trickster. He you know is a bit of a womanizer. He is. Uh, he does dusty magic, in inside of a black and li- black and white brown world, um, and he rubs a few people the lo- the wrong way. He's not a good man, and he gets swept up inside of a tornado. Good. And then, good. Yeah. Good. I hope he dies. Is what everyone on Earth says. Um, and then he goes to the merry old land of Oz. And then he meets a witch, and she's like, "I'm not bad. The other girl's bad, and you're the king. You're gonna be the king, and you're gonna kill that other girl. It is part of the prophecy. You are the chosen one." And he's like, "Yes, I am. I'm a bad liar." And she says, um, "You're a wizard, Harry." She says, "You're a wizard, James." And uh, then he finds out, "Oh no, Switcheroo! The one that I thought was good is actually bad, and the one I thought was bad was good." And you know, I need to kill no one. And then uh, the witch turns the good, the one witch that said she was the good witch then turns evil by her sister, who is arguably even more evil. And then, I wouldn't say arguably. She, well, what was she's you? definitely more evil. Oh, yes. She's but the she's villain l- of the movie. Yeah, she's not who we know as the Oz evil, though, you know? She's not the Wicked Witch of the West, but she's Correct. another Wicked Witch, yes. She's the Wicked Witch of the East. That's uh, who she turns into. Yeah. Um, which Dorothy crushes her and kills her with a house. Um, okay, on, I'm. Uh, this is embarrassing, but I didn't even put that together. So that she's, Oh, really? She's who got crushed by Dorothy? I would assume so, because... Wait, so in, who... But doesn't she die at the end? No, the monkeys take her away. You right, you right, you right. Wow, this movie's so unmemorable. I watched it 20 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but anyway, uh, Oz is like, let's take this kingdom back. I am now a ghost, and it scares them so bad that they leave. And then he's like, you can never tell anyone of our secret. Here's some very bad gifts. I promise I will get a little bit better as time goes on. Um and then he and Glinda kiss. Yeah. Say what now? I didn't think they should have done that. I think they should be just friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but and then the end, happily ever after. And he stays in Oz. He doesn't go back like Dorothy did. That's true. He does. St- well, it's because we know he goes back later. That's true. He does end up going back. He goes somewhere. <laughs> I guess one. I guess once Glinda is not pretty and young anymore, he's like, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so I really don't want to spend any time defending this movie to you because I don't, I don't think it's like, I don't necessarily have the hatred for it that you do, but I don't think it's a good movie. So, um, But why don't you tell me what you hated so much about this movie? I did not. So I thought Mila Kunis sucked so hard. I don't think she knew she was in a movie in this thing. I 
I do agree that she's very bad in this movie. Yeah. Like it's baffling how bad she is. Yeah, it's it's weird. Especially uh, I don't think she's bad at first before she becomes the Wicked Witch of the West. I think she's right. okay. It the the her performance as the Wicked Witch of the West makes zero sense because she is mostly talking in her normal voice. Yes. <laughs> but and then she, she will, does a laugh. <laughs> she does she actually does a pretty good Wicked Witch of the West laugh. Which does not fit with her normal voice and her evil, angry prosthetics. So I didn't think that was her. I don't think that was her doing the laugh. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it was or not. I, it sounded like her voice. I thought, or it just sounded. It like sounded digitally altered. Uh, yeah. So it could have been her, but just like pitched up and like mixed or whatever. But she was a big sour point for me in this movie. Yeah, and I don't think her performance as the witch is good, but I also don't want to entirely blame her because I think just what is done with that character in this movie absolutely makes zero sense at all. Yeah, Um, I don't don't think this movie was that fun. Uh, It was just kind of them running back and forth, and you, you, you never... I was having, I had a hard time getting on James Franco's side the whole time. Yeah, let's talk uh, about James. Yeah, old James. See, I, I actually like James Franco as an actor. I think in a lot mm. of stuff he's good. Um, I like he, He's a good scoundrel. Yeah, he can be a good scoundrel, yeah. If he used correctly, he can be good. I don't like him. Um, and it's not that I like think he's a terrible actor. I just have trouble liking him as a person, which I think m- could make sense on paper for this movie since he does start out the movie like as a total jerk, you know. Yeah. Um, but also you have to be able to like him. Like he he needs to be a likable scoundrel, like you said, um, for you to be on his side. And I'm never on his side because he is so unlikable. I hate him so much throughout the whole movie. He he does things that it's like you couldn't redeem them just by doing one big act of kindness, you know? It's like he at his core is a bad person. <laughs> yeah, he's he's very bad and he and he doesn't he doesn't really make amends in any way. I mean, he he does more trickery to scare the witch away. Um, I guess. But it's, it's trickery used for good. I think we've talked about this f- before that crime used to commit or to stop another crime is good yeah 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 batman logic um but so i i think this movie actually works okay um at least the script as an origin story for the wizard the idea of him being like a a grifter a kind of a, a a lying fake magician that goes to the land of Oz and then uses his tricks to save some people. And they're like, cool. Now you're the wizard of Oz. That works. I do not think it works at all as an origin story for the wicked witch of the West, because I just don't understand what is happening with that character. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Um, it, it's, it's supposed to serve two purposes. It is called Oz great and powerful, but you kind of joked about it a minute ago and called it the witches of Oz. Yes. Which to me, it makes a lot more sense as a story, which is kind of what Wicked is doing, right? Yeah, and Wicked is just a better origin story. I mean, it's it's Wicked is doing something different. Like, 
it's not really even comparable because Wicked is also trying to tell the story from her perspective and be like, actually, like she was not even doing bad things the whole time or she was but like you understand why like this is not doing that because like wicked like overlaps with the wizard of oz whereas this is just completely before it but um the wicked of witch of the west's origin story in this movie is that she is a nice witch who gets rejected by a guy that she likes and so her evil sister makes her eat an apple Mm -hmm. that turns her green and now she is evil that's Correct. it. That's all there is to it. I don't understand why she becomes so evil when she eats that apple. <laughs> she's she's sad because of her boyfriend. It's uh, it, it, it's stupid. I think like what the apple is supposed to do is that it brings out your true evilness. And but but she's they're not saying bad. she was evil because she was rejected by a boy. <laughs> she's evil because she's mad. And yeah. that is silly. And then she's like, and then at the end of the movie, she just keeps being bad. And then the wizard's like, you could be good if you want to. And she's like, no. And she runs away. He's like, hey, just letting you know, I know there's good in you, Darth Vader, but you can come back. And she goes, never. And flies and, away. Yeah. And it's just, Why? <laughs> I don't be- understand. Well, it's because it's the it's the means to the end. You know, we know how it's supposed to end. And they were, there were moments in this movie where it felt like the writers and directors were like, oh, shoot, we got to wrap this thing up. Uh, and then they, they just, you know, hop, skipped in a jump a little bit to try and get it wrapped up. Like, why did Rachel Weisz's character have to be the the big evil that didn't make any sense to me. Um, I guess because they wanted to like so we haven't really talked about this aspect of this. Um, her Mila Kunis's character ending up being the Wicked Witch of the West was completely hidden in the marketing of this movie. Uh, Correct. She was not in the trailers green at all. They show her, but um, in her non-green form, and she's nice. And I actually remember being legitimately surprised when I saw that in the movie. I figured the Wicked Witch of the West would be in it, um, but Did you I, figure I it would be like Rachel Weisz or something. I guess I don't know that I put that much thought into it. I think I just was like not expecting it to be Mila Kunis. And so like that second that you see like her green clawed hand reach out, I was like, oh wow, she's the Wicked Witch. Interesting. Um, so Chandler, when that moment scream that happened, Chandler screamed out, "She is Shrek." And oh, mm. thought, that's good, honey. I'm this is a Shrek well. movie. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I laughed really hard when, like, she, you know, her her green claw hand came out, and then you see her heavily animated silhouette, and it's yeah. like, oh, okay, that's what we're going for here. We're really going for it. Interesting. I did not laugh at that. I actually thought that was a good, effective moment. Oh no, I laughed really hard at that. <laughs> Why did you laugh at that? That's really interesting. Because it's silly and it looks, it looks so dumb. And I, I guess hmm. if I, I don't didn't agree, know, I think it looks good. I actually I think this whole know, movie looks really good for the most part. I think for the, I think it does, except for Mila Kunis's makeup. I think that looks terrible. <sighs> yeah, it's not the best. I don't think it's terrible. I do think the monkey looks really bad. The uh, Zach Braff monkey. 
Yes. Um, he does some, not look like a monkey. Some of the CGI characters don't look good, but the general look of this movie, I think, is pretty great. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I laughed really hard, and I think it's because I knew that she was supposed to turn into uh, the Wicked Witch of the West, because, it, like you said, it was hidden in the marketing material, but now if you look at the poster for the movie, it is Mila Kunis as the Wicked Witch of the West. Right. Um, and I want to go back to spoilers, s- everyone. Sorry, I well, mentioned that. Yeah, um, you mentioned that this was a cotton candy movie, um, uh-huh. and I said I don't think that this was that was what this movie was like trying to be. Like I, I, I feel like this movie was like, oh, we have a really clever take on Wizard of Oz. Really? Yeah. What uh? What 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 is making you? I'm not arguing against that, but what is making you think that? I just think I don't think you let Sam Raimi direct this movie unless if it's not if it if they're just like expecting it to be nothing, you know. Um, well, nothing can also be a cash grab, and this movie was a hundred percent a cash grab. Yeah, I mean, you say that a lot, but like, I don't even know what that phrase means. Every movie is a cash tra- grab. Every movie is trying to make money. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, cash grab. I, you know, there are movies that do commercially well. You don't make a movie so that it can lose money. That's bad business. But I mean, you, in, in you game, can... Avengers Endgame is a cash grab. It's a Absolutely. great movie. Absolutely, it's a great but movie. Though. Exactly, a cash grab, in my opinion, and you know, maybe I'm wrong on this, but is done devoid of like larger substance, like. I just imagine smoke-filled rooms full of producers being like, the kiddos are going to love this. But, sir, it's so stupid. Who cares? We'll make millions. And so it's mm, like... Yeah, no, I don't think that's what was going on in this movie. I think that I think the people who were involved in this movie were passionate about it and thought it was going to be good. It just... I don't know. I, I... You know, maybe if that's the case, shame on them. I don't... It felt more like a cash grab than... Sincerity. This movie is insanely weird. It's not just like a basic like uh let's churn out a Wizard of Oz prequel. Like it's really weird and I think you have to give it some credit for that. What ways was it weird? Are you kidding me? What do you mean? It's no, like him, I mean, it's it's about the wizard and his three girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, but I I don't think that like I can't, I can't give it any like uber creative points, you know? I'm not because trying to tell you to give it uber creative points. I just don't think that this is the same as like, I don't know, like Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that movie. That movie is the ultimate cash grab. <laughs> Although in the Doctor Doolittle movie with Eddie Murphy, did they have a dragon fart? I don't think so. Mm, that's interesting. Um, Dra- dragons should fart more. That they they should. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me. I can just I can easily you know draw a, a linear line from gross old producers smoking cigars and being like we'll make millions off of this let's throw two pretty people James Franco and Mila Kunis in this and make it colorful and the kids will go at it and then maybe I just think you can the, say that about literally any movie I got I just don't know what that even means. It, it doesn't have a soul. Like there are movies. Like you talk about Sam Avengers Raimi Endgame. was trying to make it. I think he thought he was doing something interesting here. He may have, and that, like it may not be his fault. He's not the one that produced it. 
So I I think that maybe if you're going to blame somebody for a movie being a cash grab like I am, blame it on the producers, you know, not the ones that tried to make it move. I don't know. I just don't I think I just fundamentally see this movie as a different thing than you cuz I just I don't see this as a uh cash grab in that sense i see it as a swing and a miss and it's a really weird swing um, so can, and I, can i tell you what i did like about this movie and i sure. genuinely really liked looking at okay. was the the final moment and it it was really effective for me for whatever reason when like there was, it was quiet and then like you see the explosions start happening and then you see oz become what we know him to be you know just a giant head um yeah in a cloud of smoke i really liked that a lot so yeah i, I think that I, I looked that good pa- i found that useful i think a lot of like i think there's a lot of really cool visual stuff in this movie i love the beginning sequence that like long shot going through the carnival or circus or wherever he is at the beginning sure the black and white the academy ratio and then the the ratio changes when he goes to Oz because it's like the the original movie, you know, switches to color when she goes to Oz. So this one, they're like, it's going to switch to color and to uh, it's change aspect ratio different aspect well. ratio, yeah. um, which I actually think works really well and is really cool. Sure. Um, and I actually was prepared to have the take like, oh, they should have just kept it at black and white Academy ratio because the movie looks way better before that. Because in my mind, I was just like, this is just a big, dumb CGI mess. But actually, I think a lot of Oz looks really cool. Sure. I, I will say my complaint about the aspect ratio changing is that I did have to watch it differently on my iPad once we went to Oz. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. You had to rotate your iPad? I did. Because, um, mm. like, half of it was cut off. But Sam didn't think of that one, did he? Uh, they weren't thinking ahead into the future. No, sir. Not at all. Um. um but yeah, I think that, and then there's like a, just a lot of really interesting, very Sam Raimi-esque car- uh, camera stuff. Like, especially anytime something scary is happening, this is kind of the case in the Spider-Man movies too. <laughs> he puts on his like ho- horror pants and he's like, ah, time to make a horror movie. And he just yeah. like, he do- that that's very much the case in this movie. Like there's some- Like when I the baboon comes through the smoke? Yes. Uh, and just- I can't even think of examples. I just remember thinking like, oh, this is like the villain moments of the Spider-Man movies when he goes full like scary movie. Um, yeah. So and I think that me, stuff is cool. Let me ask you this. Okay. Is, has Zach Braff been canceled? Uh, I don't think he's fully canceled. I think we generally don't like him because he's like 60 and he's dating Flor- Florence Pugh and she's okay. like 14. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> So I, I didn't know. I exaggerated like, the numbers a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's roughly the same. We get the idea. She's very young mm-hmm. and he's not. But um, I liked him in this movie. <laughs> he, I I like his voice for uh, like, I, I I like him as a voice actor. I'll say that I'm not a big Zach Braff fan. Yeah, he's okay as the little monkey, and he's great as Chicken Little. His greatest performance. Yes, I liked him in Scrubs, but uh, um, you know, if this movie was made now. And the he this character voiced the monkey. Who do you think that would be? Uh, probably still Zach Braff. I don't know. I was gonna say John Mulaney because it sounded like John Mulaney yeah. just does a Zach Braff monkey impression anytime he's on stage. 
Yeah, I, c- I could see it being John Mulaney. What do you think of the monkey? What do you think of this little boy? Oh, I liked the monkey. I thought he was a funny character. Yeah, I didn't like him much at first just because I do think he is visually one of the worst parts of the movie. I yes, think that I monkey agree. looks bad CGI-wise. Um, but Zach Braff is fine as the monkey. And anytime you have a monkey in a movie, that's uh, monkeys are good. They should be monkeys in movies. Are good. Um when they were doing the the stuff at the very beginning where uh <laughs> Yeah, what's his name? Oz the Great and Powerful was having his televangelist special, and a mm-hmm. little girl said, "Make me walk." When yes. that happened, Chandler and I both went, <gasps> "Like yeah. it was so shocking." <laughs> yeah, so she, this little girl, is in a wheelchair, and he does a magic trick, and she's like, "Make me walk," and then her parents are just like, "We'll do anything. What do you want from us, money?" And it's just like such an awkward moment. Oh it's, man, it's it's a. Uh, it's troubling. <laughs> it is troubling, um, which made me think, like, at what point in the world did we switch to thinking magicians are real wizards who do magic to magic just being an illusion? To be fair, how the heck did he do those tricks? I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. That's... I, I don't know, maybe way back, maybe when people got more televisions in their home and they're like, oh, it's not just lightning. Uh, mm. You know, that's when they realize magic is not real. Yeah, I guess that's when it happened. This movie takes place in 1905, apparently, which is interesting mm. because I remember that Return to Oz takes place in 1899. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Wait a second. Doesn't Wait a up. second. Yeah. Huh. Uh, did he get so okay here's the thing this movie makes the choice of saying it it seems like he is the same person that dorothy goes to see when she talks to the fortune teller guy in wizard of oz maybe that's not true because that guy had a name didn't he and it was a different name yeah it was like I don't know the great the great voodoo or something like that. It was very simple, but okay. uh, I wanted to have this galaxy brain take where I was like, maybe he actually gets that guy, like that guy that Dorothy talks to, gets taken to Oz in the future, but he gets taken back to a different point in time and becomes a wizard. But I, they're different characters, so that doesn't work. Well, what this movie does is, you know, the first one where you're like, oh, is it a dream? Uh, this one completely says, absolutely not. It was not a dream. Magic is real. <laughs> right. I mean, w- w- we knew that. I mean, the wizard in the movie. Right. T- the w- This movie, I think, I'm not saying, it doesn't match up completely with the canon of the books. There are several details that do not match up with the, with the books, I think. But it does, I believe, match up with the wizard's account in the movie when he tells her at the end how he got to Oz. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah. So... Yeah, like, the, it changes a few things. Like, Glinda is basically playing the role of Ozma because Ozma was supposed to be the daughter of the original King of Oz. Um, Correct. And in this movie, they're like, let's just make it Glinda, which is a fine choice, I think, because, like, well, why wouldn't well, it Glinda? Glinda could have had a sister. You we know, know who Glinda is, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so is the wizard the King of Oz now, or is it Glinda? Um, well, they don't call him the king, do they? Um, they, no. he's, he's just kind of in charge. He's just he's the Wizard of Oz, is what he is. <laughs> okay, so instead of a uh, monarchy, there what would that be? A uh, wizardarchy. A wizardarchy. What is what is he's it? He's the when minister the... of magic. Yeah, he's he's the local minister of magic. Yeah, 
I think that's fine. Yeah, and he's I just a city. It's not a country. He's more like the mayor. Yeah, he's the mayor of, of the Emerald City, I guess. Yeah. So is I Oz... I know Oz is the land they're in. Can Oz also be a name for Emerald City? Um... Because it kind of seems like it's used that way sometimes. It's kind of interchangeable. Like they say the wonderful land of Oz yeah. when they're in the Emerald City. So, I mean, that's like saying, you know, going to, you know, Buford, Alabama and singing Born in the USA. You know, you're still in the USA, but you're technically in Alabama. Is that what it's like? Is it like doing that? It's almost just like that, right? It is almost just like that. Um. Let's see. In my notes, I wrote down Mina Kunis is the Green Goblin. Yes, she is. She's basically the Green Goblin. Seems like it. Um, Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about that. Just wanted to say that. Yeah. Um, So can I tell you a moment that I laughed at really hard? And I think this was meant for comedic effect. Okay. Um, The dwarves. The the munchkins, not the dwarves. Yeah. Um, When they were introduced and then they're like, Let's make this a whole a whole musical real fast. Yeah, I didn't like that song. Shouldn't have been. Oh, I movie. didn't either. Um, I, th- I mean, I think it was played for laughs, but uh, I was wondering one in this new era, how are we going to do this respectfully? Um, and they 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 don't do really much of anything. They're just like we're silly <laughs> and we like to yeah. sing. Yeah, I mean. Hopefully, they at least treated them better on set. <laughs> right. <laughs> they allowed them to use the facilities. Right. Yeah. I Yeah, hopefully. I would hope so. In hopefully. 2013. We don't know. We don't know. Um, hmm. Do you have any other thoughts about this movie? No, not really. No, no, not I mean, really. I don't... I, I, I just... To wrap up, to sum up my thoughts, I don't think this movie is good. Um... I do respect some of what it is trying to do. I think it is interesting as a as an origin of the wizard himself. Um, I like the idea of him just being a fakey fake guy. Fakey fake McFake pants. Yeah, a fakey fake McFake pants. Who, when he goes to Oz, learns to use his fakey fake McFake pants um, skills to actually like touch people's lives. <laughs> Cause that fits with the wizard that we see in the wizard of Oz. Um, I think it's problems are James Franco is not likable. I think it, this movie would be better if he was likable. And I think everything that has anything to do with the wicked, Witch is, uh, a, a disaster. <laughs> Who do you think would be a better Oz for this movie? That's a good question. Uh, it's gotta be just, it's gotta be a, a likable, handsome scoundrel. Hmm. Um, Zach Efron. Zach Efron would be interesting. Um, he could be good. Um, oh, who else? Who is who's a in like- movies these days? Let's let me Google this. Likable. I'm going to Google this. Likable handsome like, scoundrels. Likable handsome scoundrel. Tom Holland. No. Absolutely likeable, not. <laughs> handsome. Likable handsome scoundrel. Wow. That's interesting. It says Clint Page. That's true. Oh, man, I got a good answer. Okay, likable, handsome scoundrel. Are you ready for my answer? No, because I still haven't found a good one yet. Okay, mine's going to be better than yours, and I have a good defense of it, too. actor. 
So let's see. You don't literally have to Google that. Okay. I think I got a good one as well. Okay. You go first. Okay. Here I go. It's Sam Rockwell. <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that would be good. <laughs> okay. Mr. Smarty Pants, who thinks he has the best answer in the world, who's yours? I just think Sam Rockwell is not handsome enough. I think he's tr- traditionally handsome. He is charismatic. Okay, here's my answer. Uh-huh. And I have a great defense of it, too. Are you ready? Okay. It's, I hope it's not Timothy Chalamet. It's not Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. The answer is Jake Gyllenhaal. And here's why. Oh, okay. You don't even really have to defend it. I think you're right. <laughs> it is a good answer. But really, my my defense is, I think he's essentially the same character in Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, he kind of is. His, his take on Mysterio is what this version of The Wizard of Oz should have been. Where it's like, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. I think, I think that you're right. Yeah. Uh, you don't you don't like Jake Gyllenhaal, right? No. Well, that's interesting. I used to have this vendetta against him and talk about how I didn't like him. I never had a reason for it, though. And now I think I maybe am just like, oh, yeah, he's fine. I like him. Uh, yeah. You know his name is pronounced Gyllenhaal, right? No, it's Gyllenhaal. It's, it's Swedish. It's Gyllenhaal because that's what I say. Oh, okay. But I, I agree with you. I think Jake Gyllenhaal would be, uh, would be good. Well, now that we agree on that, we can move on to, uh, we can move on with our lives. Uh, but unfortunately, we cannot move on from talking about this movie because it does have to reckon with its sins. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, well, we may, talk- mo- we may have passed our judgment, but do you know who hasn't? Who? God. It's time for sinful moments. Um, this movie must pay for its crimes. Uh, so this is the segment where we pull up the parents guide section of IMDb and I make Clint guess what is in this section. Uh, these are the things that make the parents go, Ooh, we cannot let our children see this movie. No, no, not for my baby's eyes. Um, so Clint, as a refresher, the five categories are sex and nudity, violence and gore, profanity, alcohol, drugs and smoking, and frightening and intense scenes. Which category would you like to start with? Uh, frightening and intense scenes. Let's start with that. Okay. Uh, there are three items in here. Give me a guess. I would say that the monkeys, the baboons, are frightening and scary. Let's see. Um, it does not mention the monkeys by name huh uh okay give me another guess for frightening and intense scenes um so when when rachel vice turns into her her witch form Uh is that frightening um Yes, it says Evanora is a very, in all caps, disturbing character because after being shocked after what she has done to Theodora, she still doesn't see the error of her ways as she attacks Glinda and does not stop, exclamation point. <laughs> and then it says, in parentheses, until Glinda reveals her true appearance. Yeah. Wait, until Glinda reveals? Oh, she reveals yeah. her true appearance. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in Nadora, whatever her name is. It's Theodora. Evan- Evanora. Evanora and Theodora. Yeah. Which is still, which is not canon to 
wicked. Um, Elphaba. I will only call Mila Kunis Elphaba because she's not popular. What um, else is there in this category? I'm blanking. The fact that monkeys aren't in that is baffling to me. Yeah, well, I don't think the monkeys are the most scary thing. I mean, they they are scary, but they're not like scary looking. They just they. Okay, so it does say many jump scares, which is ridiculous for a kids movie. Uh, it says which is ridiculous for yes, a kids movie. It, they're very much editorializing here. Um, which the one of the biggest jump scares to me was a monkey moment. So that is kind of referencing the monkeys. Sure. When the monkey jumps out of the fog, that was very scary. Yes, um, it was. And then this is very funny to me. It says Mila Kunis's performance is very in all caps frightening in the second. Whoa. Half. Not recommended for, and then parentheses starts. It says deleted. Period. You are welcome to include your personal opinions about age ratings in the reviews section. In parentheses. <laughs> Wait. So that was was that like a fan contribution? Yes. Yeah, so like one mom was like not recommended for, and then they said some certain age, and then another mom was like, uh uh uh, you don't get to say who this is appropriate. Not in my for. IMDb. And she said Sharon. deleted. Period. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, I say we just jump ahead to to sex and nudity. All right, sex and nudity. There are two things in here. So Mila Kunis wears tight leather pants. Is that in this? Um, it says a woman with really tight leather pants bends down to crawl into a cave. It uh-huh. is really be. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is really brief, but used in somewhat of a seductive manner. Is it? That's what it says. Well, uh, and then Glinda and, well, there's several scenes of kissing, right? Like Glinda kisses James Franco. James Franco kisses a few people. Yes. It says the main character is a serial flirt and shares kisses with several different women throughout the film. In addition, many dresses display cleavage and one woman wears very tight leather pants. This movie did have like kind of... What's the word? I'm like sensual energy. I feel like. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's about the wizard and his three girlfriends. <laughs> right. Instead of Dorothy and her three boyfriends. Right. <laughs> that uh, you know what? That's it. That's what the take is. You asked me earlier. That's what Sam Raimi walked into um, that executive's office, and he says. First one's a movie about Dorothy and her three boyfriends. What if it was <laughs> so, a wizard and his three girlfriends? So let me ask you that. So I guess that says a lot more about society where when the mm. girl the girl views the three guys as her friends, but the one guy views the three girls as potential mates. <laughs> well, he doesn't, though, because he doesn't want to commit to any of them. But he wants to, you know, he wants procreate to kiss with them. all of them. He wants no, to kiss all wants of to them. Kiss them. Yeah, that's true. He wants to dance with them, which is very yeah, chaste. He wants to dance with them. Um, let's see. Any other? We should talk about. Uh, we should talk about violence and gore. Okay. What do you? What guesses do you have? There are three um, things in here. There's like punching, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, and it says word for word. There's like punching. Yeah. So no, it punching. doesn't say that. Um, there's a fight scene. I don't know. They talk about killing a lot. Uh, it doesn't say that. So it says a, a witch magically lifts up a man and throws him against a wall. That's true. She violent. does. Uh, a good witch is bound and shocked with magical lightning for a brief scene. That's true. 
and then it says, A good witch fights to stop one of the evil witches from escaping. She is hit by a magical lightning and thrown across. And this is just the same thing as before. It's just said by a different mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just worded differently, yeah. The evil witch is disfigured, partly off screen, after an item is destroyed, and she is magically thrown through a window. A lot of people <laughs> are just getting thrown around in this movie. That's true. A lot of throwing. So I, I said that everything with a dis- with everything that has to do with the Wicked Witch of the West is a disaster, but I want to walk that back a little bit All because right. I actually do think that she, like the way, uh, I think it's really like a CGI thing. Like the way she flies around and terrorizes people is actually pretty scary in a fun way. It actually does remind me a lot of the Green Goblin in the first Spider-Man movie. Yes, it does. Um, Sam so Raimi's I, got a thing of making green people flying seem yes. menacing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's good at scary things. I think the scary elements of this movie work pretty well, which is why yeah. it is not a three out of ten. It is a five out of ten. I'm still sticking by my three, baby. That's fine. Um, but I think that's it for sinful moments. There it is. Oh, so this movie is sinful, um, but we still have to ask the three questions that we ask of every movie that we discuss on this show. Is this movie good for kids? Is it good for adults? And does it stand the test of time? Clint, does this, uh, is this movie good for kids? I'll say, yeah, it is good for kids. Mm. I say it's fine for kids because it's colorful. Interesting. You know, kids for us kind of is a sliding scale. And so I think that it is... I'm going to shift my scale back a little bit and say that it is good for those kids. Really weird, because I'm the one who's been more defending this movie, but I don't think it's good for kids at all. That's a big mm. old no for me. It's scary. There's it some scary. scary things in this It's movie. okay for kids to be scared. It is okay for them to be scared, but I, I don't think it's a good kids movie. I don't I don't know. I just don't think it is. Because it's also like kind of boring starting out. Like When he first gets to Oz, he's like... He's mainly just hanging out with a lady friend in the woods for a while. That's true. Um, is it good for adults? Um, no. <laughs> I don't know why I paused so long. I don't think it's yeah. good for adults. I thought you might say yes. Uh, no, I don't think it's good for adults. Mm. We're getting so close. <sighs> Does it stand the test of time? You can't answer this. I get the only answer because you fine, just saw it. Fine, you answer it. No, it doesn't. It's not a okay, good movie. Okay, good. Uh, so you are the only one that likes this movie because you answered yes for number one. I guess. Um, I mean, I'm fine with it getting a... It, well, it's still going to hell either way. Um, yeah, well, it goes to... Um, hmm. Uh, hmm. What, what do we not like? About, what do we not like here? I think we have to make it eat an apple. Eat a green apple, yeah. And I think it has you're to right. turn green and be miserable forever. Yeah. Oh, it a boyfriend breaks up with it, and then oh, it eats yes. an apple. That's what that's what it is. A, its boyfriend breaks up with it and has to eat an apple. Yeah, the worst punishment. The worst crime. Um. So that's it. We're done talking about the Wizard of Oz movies. There's three of them, and uh, we're done. Never again. So, but guess what? There's good news. We're talking about another trilogy. Heck yeah! Um, we're diving into another one. It's another trilogy, uh, and I'm going to give you a drum roll, and you're going to say what it is, okay? Okay. If I can remember where the drum roll button is. Here it is. It is 
Kung Fu Panda. We, I think we teased talking about Kung Fu Panda on Bear Month, didn't we? And then we punted. We didn't talk about Kung Fu Panda on Bear Month because we wanted to talk it's about true. all three of them. Because um, it's a series. So, uh, our next episode, we should just go ahead and announce this, right? Um, yeah, I mean, why not? Our friend Josh is going to be on because he was supposed to be on it the last time we almost did Kung Fu Panda, and then we didn't. And our, he is our Jack Black expert, is what we have determined. Is he a be. big Jack Black fan? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, well. well, no, he does like Jack Black, but he does not like Jack Black's TikTok. Oh, yeah. No, I don't really like him on TikTok. I don't know. He's kind of endearing on TikTok. I wouldn't say he's good at it, though. Um, I like, I used to think I didn't like Jack Black, but I also love School of Rock. It's like one of my favorite movies. So maybe I do like Jack Black. You like him in certain things. Yeah. I, I think Jack Black when used well is very funny, but he also can be annoying for sure. I just remember uh, a mom at my church would not let us watch any Jack Black movies cause she said he prays to Satan. <laughs> well, he probably does in Tenacious D songs, like as a joke, right? Now, that, right? That's what it was. It was yeah. in a Tenacious D song where he's like, "Oh, all hail Satan!" Yeah. And she was like, "He is serious. Get out of my <laughs> kids' movies." But sometimes he's a panda and he does kung fu, and um, we're gonna talk about those movies. So that's fun. So tune in next week, uh, two weeks from now. <laughs> We've been doing Whoops. this podcast for three years, and I can't stop saying next week. Uh, but listen to us talk about Kung Fu Panda with Josh. We, we just said our friend Josh. <laughs> well, <laughs> What's Josh's friend. last name again? I can't Alexander. Remember. Josh Alexander. Um, who His last is name is Shua. Shua. Shua Alexander. So uh, you should also follow us on all of our uh, social medias. We have a Twitter. It's at Purely Nostalgia. We have an Instagram. It's at Purely Nostalgia Pod. Um, I am on Twitter at Elisha P. Smith and also Letterboxd. I am also on Twitter and Letterboxd at Clint J.H. Page. My J.H. stands for Jazz Hands. And if you like what you heard, just go on iTunes, drop us a fiver, and uh, let us know that you love us and that you care about us and that you're here to listen to us because we got bills to pay, baby. Tell us that you love us and give us a special kiss like the wizard when he kisses his three witch girlfriends. <laughs> his three girls. The witch and his three gals. That's what this movie should have been called. Yep. The wizard and his three gals. It should have been called John Tucker Must Die. Mm, that's kind of what this is, right? Except the jo- except except John Tucker wins. They don't team up with each other. Yeah, that's true. And really, I mean, he, on- he only breaks one of the witch's hearts, I guess. Um, well, I keep saying then. his three girlfriends. The main wicked witch, he's, she's not his girlfriend. It's just fun to say that she is. Yeah. Uh, but he does have another girlfriend in the real world it, when the movie's still black and white, his assistant. That's, that's true. That's true. He does, well, he doesn't get to kiss her. Yeah. And he's been given that music box all over town, which yep. is not a euphemism. It's a literalism. Yeah, it's a literalism. So, um, that's it. We're done here. Um, ba-dee, 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 ba-dee. That'll do, donkey. We'll see you this soon. And Skinath for listening.
I want I want to redo on the iCarly scene since I have a laugh machine now. Oh yeah, sure, sure. So let's set the scene. Where what, what's Spencer doing? Well, you have to enter in. Whoa, Spencer, what are you doing? I'm just building this cannon that's gonna shoot uh dirt into the sky. Why would you ever want to shoot dirt into the sky? Um to grow more clouds? You can't grow clouds, Spencer. Didn't you pay attention in science class? Science class? More like science sass. (laughs) Okay.